Welcome to So To Speak. My name is John Beadle. This is the podcast. This is episode one. I want to talk about who we are. What is it that we do? What do we care about? Why does it matter? Well, first of all, language. So To Speak is the thing that we say, a phrase, a turn of phrase that we use in modern conversation whenever we're trying to signal to the listener that we don't quite know how to articulate what it is we're exactly saying. But we try to articulate it anyway because we inherently all know that saying things poorly, even halfway thought through, is not only um, a good thing to do, it's also the way we learn how to think. And we speak properly whenever we learn to think properly. So, that's the name. music you just heard is actually from the soundtrack from the movie Arrival. It was directed by Denis Deleneuve. It came out, I believe, in 2016. And it starred Amy Adams, right? And she's this linguist who gets called into a, a situation where she is asked to interpret language from these aliens that have landed on planet Earth. Now, I know it sounds kind of crazy. It's probably my favorite movie of the last five years. Not least because it's, it's you know, cinematography is beautiful, but because it is also one of those movies that really gets you thinking like any good sci-fi film or book is going to get you to do. Um, And the long story short of it is that the whole time that she's dealing with the military and trying to interpret the language of these aliens, she simultaneously is having these um, visions of having a daughter. Now, she's not married, so it's a little strange. You don't quite understand or know what's going on. You think to yourself, well, maybe she's actually having visions or, or she's, memories are flashing back in her mind from when she had a daughter. And that's kind of the, what the film leads you to believe at first until you realize, no, because she's diving deep into the language of the aliens, which is circular and not linear, okay, the language is restructuring her mind to understand reality in a way that is itself um, circular, not linear. So she's not seeing the past. You realize she's seeing the future. And in the future, she sees a daughter who she loves. And the daughter eventually gets cancer and dies. And in the movie, she makes a decision. And her decision is to still have the baby, even though she knows this baby will die of cancer. When she's just a teenager, barely before she can even start her life. And the director, Denis Deleneuve, was getting interviewed about this movie by this person who was pro-choice, you know. Um, And this person was basically saying, were you trying to send a pro-life message to the world? And the director was confused, and he kind of stumbles over himself in the interview, and he says, well, I wasn't trying to say anything that would negate a woman's uh, a right to choose, you know, because the director's much more liberal, he's, he's also pro-choice, and, and, um, and he kind of fumbles over the answer, and it's also kind of disappointing the way he answers it. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized, you know, this is kind of a perfect picture of the current political, social conversation that we're having. 
in America, at least, in the West. And it's the kind of conversation that is depressingly shallow. It's dependent upon ideological allegiance, not, not necessarily in mythology or storytelling or meaning, rather in rights conversations or in the power dynamics, the structural dynamics of our country. And in that way, you might think it yourself, I think, deep, but really it's not. It's a very shallow thing. Because really, the story is not, has nothing to do with abortion. If I were Denise, I would have looked at that interviewer and just said, well, why don't you make up your own mind? Because what if the woman was pro-choice in the film because the main character is a professor, more than likely is left-leaning, makes a few comments on on her cell phone when she's talking to her mother after the aliens arrive, uh, basically saying things like, um, hey, I told you not to watch that network that's full of crazy people. So there's no doubt that that's sort of like a... Uh, a little jab towards you know more of a right wing um, Fox News type broadcasting company, more than likely pro choice because she's a professor and most professors are pro choice because most professors are pretty much on the left. And could it be that the story itself transcends the ideological struggle, so that it's more than just rights? It becomes about a woman who encounters a story, a narrative that is informing her decisions and giving it meaning, giving everything that she does purpose. And that's what's so powerful about the movie Arrival is that the story itself is transcending the ideological struggle of are you pro-choice and pro-life and it's simply about a woman who decides to still have the child because that's the way life works. Life is suffering. Life is painful. You know, as Jordan Peterson says, it's life is being tainted by malevolence. It's difficult. It's a struggle. But if you can still squeeze beauty out of it, if you can still see love, you can still see hope, then it's still worth it. And it's still powerful. And that's why we're doing this podcast. That's why, so to speak, exists because we're trying to find a way to transcend the current ideological struggle um, in our culture. We're trying to transcend the depressingly shallow approach to life that is ever present in our politics, in our journalism, in our media, so that we can actually have a real conversation and find common ground. And I'm not arguing that we be civil with one another, totally. I mean, civility has its place. And yes, I want people to be more civil with one another, for sure. But there are times where the harsh word and the jab must come forth. Where people must say things without fear uh, of repercussion. And, um, and say it powerfully and passionately. And make amount to good defense. I had a friend recently who confronted me on the reality of this group, and he said, you know, you really have all these goals and targets, but what is your motivation? And I thought about it for a second, and I realized that I did know my motivation, but it was more unconscious and had not really been put into words yet. So here's an attempt to explain our motivations, right? Firstly, we're motivated by cultural renewal. Secondly, we're motivated by telling the truth. (laughs) What a concept, right? 
And thirdly and finally, we're motivated by the idea of personal responsibility. Um, First, cultural renewal. A quick word about that. We tend to think that everything flows through structure. So like the individual personality and who we are is all built on rights and what's been given to us from on high. And we think differently. We think that politics, structure, these things, they flow downstream from culture, music, history, art, religion, philosophy. These kinds of things make us tick and give us meaning and purpose. And as discussed, meaning is of greater importance often even than discussing what it is exactly that we're allowed to do. So first thing, cultural renewal. Secondly, to tell the truth. It's a lot harder than you may think it is. Um, just take a moment and just think to yourself, how often do I lie every day? We lie all the time. And uh, it's often a mark of what it means to be human, unfortunately. But telling the truth is more costly, right? There's the famous story of the zebra and the scientists and the scientists who are trying to study the zebra and what, it make the, what makes the individual zebra tick. But they couldn't actually study one zebra because the zebra um, blended in with the other zebras too easily. So they put a red paint stripe on one of the zebras. And they thought this would be the best way. Well, that zebra ended up getting eaten too quickly by, the pre- by uh, a predator. And, um, and this sabotaged the experiment. Now, why do I bring that up as an example? Well, it's because quite you know, just too often, people who tell the truth in our society and culture are like that zebra with the red stripe paint on them. But if enough of us spread the risk around and learn to speak boldly, not harshly, but truthfully and honestly, authentically, then we think it'll matter. So, to tell the truth. Last thing, personal responsibility. We've been fed such a diet of rights talk um, that I think it's actually made a lot of us sick to our stomachs. Not that rights are important, but what would it mean if a bunch of individuals, they want to look at the blame for society? Where do we blame? Who do we blame? Let's look in the mirror. This is the ancient truth that Dostoevsky discovered, that we ourselves are to blame. All right, that's it for me for this first episode. My name is John. Go ahead and leave us a like, maybe a rating or a review on iTunes. And go to our, inf- you know, go to our information and look up us on Facebook and Twitter. Our first event is March 16th at The Chop. The address is in the description below. Have a good day.